Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is January 17th, and it is the memorial of St. Anthony, a great saint in the Catholic Church. We will, re- we will be reading paragraphs 127 through 134 today. The fourfold gospel holds a unique place in the church, as is evident both in the veneration which the liturgy accords it, and in the surpassing attraction it has exercised on the saints at all times. There is no doctrine which would be better, more precious, and more splendid than the text of the gospel. Behold and retain what our Lord and Master Christ has taught by his words and accomplished by his deeds. But above all, it's the gospels that occupy my mind. When I'm at prayer, my, my poor soul has so many needs, and yet this is the one thing needful. I'm always finding fresh lights there, hidden and enthralling meanings. The Unity of the Old and New Testaments The Church, as early as apostolic times, and then constantly in her tradition, has illuminated the unity of the divine plan in the two testaments through typology, which discerns in God's works of the Old Covenant prefigurations of what he accomplished in the fullness of time in the person of his incarnate Son. Christians, therefore, read the Old Testament in light of of Christ crucified and risen. Such typological reading discloses the inexhaustible content of the Old Testament. But it must not make us forget that the Old Testament retains its own intrinsic value as revelation affirmed by our Lord himself. Besides, the New Testament has to be read in the light of the Old. Early Christian catechesis made constant use of the Old Testament. As an old saying put it, the New Testament lies hidden in the Old, and the Old Testament is unveiled in the New. Typology indicates the dynamic movement toward the fulfillment of the divine plan, when God will be everything to everyone. Nor do the calling of the patriarchs and the exodus from Egypt, for example, lose their own value in God's plan, from the mere fact that they were intermediate stages. Roman numeral 5, Sacred Scripture in the Life of the Church. And such is the force and power of the Word of God, that it can serve the Church as her support and vigor, and the children of the Church as strength for their faith, food for the soul, and a pure and lasting font of spiritual life. Hence, access to sacred Scripture ought to be open wide to the Christian faithful. Therefore, the study of the sacred page should be the very soul of sacred theology. The ministry of the word, too, pastoral preaching, catechetics, and all forms of Christian instruction, among which the liturgical homily should hold pride of place, is healthily nourished and thrives in holiness through the word of scripture. The church forcefully and specifically exhorts all the Christian faithful to learn the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ by frequent reading of the divine scriptures. Ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. In brief, all sacred scripture is but one book, and this one book is Christ, because all divine scripture speaks of Christ, and all divine scripture is fulfilled in Christ. 
Thus ends our reading today, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Our website is dailycatholiccatechism.com. And we just got an email address, so please uh, feel free to contact me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.